Welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, same music industry podcast, where everything is terrible and the house is on fire. I'm Matt Bacon, here with my beautiful co-host, Curtis Dewar. 14-hour workday, baby. Whose chair is making some weird noises, I think. Oh, you know what? That's actually uh, my laundry room. I'm going to shut the door right now. I just Uh, always get worried about doing that because the cat box is in there, and I forget. She'll go and take a shit somewhere she's not supposed to. Sure. Um... And here she to say, <laughs> well, I'm sure many of you were curious about cats. Uh, Ladybug, not cats. Curtis's cat's shitting habits. What are we talking about today, Curtis? We're talking about repeating things that work. We briefly touched upon this the other day, uh, but we're going to go over it more thoroughly. And part of the reason why we're going to go over this more thoroughly is because, A, it works. Uh, B, people don't do it. And C, uh, creativity, especially in marketing, mainly in marketing, is way overrated. So almost any marketing guru, book, course, or anything else that, you're, that you do, or any type of marketing coach you hire, business coach, or anything like that, will tell you what they'll do when they're first, when they're first talking to you, or when you're first re- when you're reading the book, is they're going to say, look through, if you've been in business for a while, look through the past uh, few months, past few weeks, or past few years, and figure out what was the most successful thing that you did, and then do something similar. They're going to always say that. It's going to happen 100% of the time. It doesn't matter what business authority you read. doesn't matter what course you take. They're going to say, if you've been in business, or if you've been a band, or whatever it is, because we're talking about your band as a business, to go back, look at what the most successful thing you did was, and repeat it or do something similar. And the reason why is because it works. And generally the very first thing that people will say when, when you tell them to do this is, but people are gonna get mad or they're gonna unsubscribe or they're gonna stop listening to me and people are gonna get sick of this. And you know what's funny? What happens, Matt? People don't unsubscribe. And also what happens, Matt? They don't get sick of it, they tend to buy. Yeah, and then they tend to re they tend to keep doing whatever it is. Okay, so here's a good example of this, and I'm just this is just one small thing. So back in I think it was uh, April, might have been April, might have been March, I can't remember. I st- I just randomly decided to do a Twitter poll, randomly, totally randomly, no thought behind it or anything like that. Did it? It became my best fucking performing post. I've been doing Twitter polls one to two times per day. Every fucking day, no fail, since March or April of 2019. And would you like to know how, my, how much my Twitter following has grown in the last year, Matt? How much has your Twitter following grown in the last year? It's grown about uh, 1,200 followers. I only had 1,000 followers at around this time last year. It has now grown up, grown up to be around 2,200, which is not high, 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 but it's double. And it's also, I get a lot of engagement from people, like a ton of engagement. Yeah. So, so and, and people, I, like, like other, like random people, 
will be like, oh, you work with Curtis Dewar. Isn't he the internet poll guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you want to, okay, and here's something really funny. So last month, because I'm an idiot, like everybody, like everybody else who, who talks about this type of stuff is, I decided randomly, after reading something by Gary Vee, hey, why not try the polls on Instagram and on Facebook? And guess what happened, Matt? They worked, even though you didn't format them for the platform. That's correct. All I did was do the Gary, Gary V advice of just taking a fucking screenshot of the tweet. I want to point out, you, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but you missed a key part of that Gary V advice. Uh-oh, what was that? Which was make it contextual to the platform. So what you oh, should no. be... In, in his new one, he didn't say that. He usually does. In, in the jab, newest jab. deck, he does say that. Oh, does he? Okay, I yes. didn't see that. So what deck. you should have done, that, that oh. will get you more success. Instagram, you're kind of fucked. But what yeah. would get you more success on Facebook is if you set up the poll for Facebook. Fair enough. I did not see that part of the deck, but still, it worked. Even though I, even no, though did. apparently, did, I but I'm saying you could get even more traction that way. I agree. Now that now that I know that Gary said that, I'll have to go look look at the deck again. But now that I know that, I could even get even more success of it. So basically, I read the deck in physical therapy <laughs> last night. No, like like oh. uh, over several physical therapy sessions. Oh, okay. Anyways, I, I must have missed that part. But anyways, that's fine. It still worked. So yeah. here's the so here's the thing. My point is is that that whole stupid poll thing worked. Now you might say, but Curtis, you're in PR. How does, how could this possibly help you running random Twitter polls about Metallica, Blue Oyster Cult and every other fucking random band out there? Guess what? It gets my name out there. Nerdy musicians uh, like to participate in it. I'm talking to people that I normally wouldn't be talking to journalists, all sorts of things. And I'm actually getting a lot, lot, lot of people inquiring to me about PR as a result of those stupid fucking polls. People like them. People like to talk. And you know what the other thing I do is? I answer every fucking person that answers. You would just say, yeah. that's awesome. You know? So it creates goodwill. It gets you into communication with people. So like something like that, a lot of people would just look at that and go like, oh yeah, the tweet took off. You know, I'm going to go find something else. And now my Twitter's not working. My Facebook isn't working, blah, blah, blah. So like Matt, for example, um, uh, give an example of one of your yours that worked i wanted to say something that you're gonna get mad at me for so i'm not gonna say it um <laughs> so uh you know so, so, okay yeah stuff that one thing that's been working really well for me lately and this is actually this is similar to what curtis is saying about running polls that end up helping him in the long run yeah uh what's been helping me lately is dad jokes yeah like and 14 hour work day has been working as well yes but every once every week every week now basically i post like some dumb dad joke where I'm like, what do you call a black metal show um, at, at a cow farm? Utter mayhem. <laughs> and, and I think they're funny. I think I'm hilarious. They, they I, I, I'm very ready to have children. Um, they're, 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 they're good, but they're stupid at the same time. But they're yes. good. But all this to say that's been getting me traction right like those are sometimes the things that like because i think it's easy to get traction with like a hot take or saying something snarky or whatever and that's fair and like there's value there but you know sometimes the goal isn't just to be the snarkiest cool kid on twitter sometimes the goal is just to like be a funny person that like people are stoked to talk to because they think that person makes good dad jokes. 
And I want to point out something. Matt might be being put into a Cradle of Filth song as a result of Twitter. Just want to point that out. Which would be there, like, it's very strange. Like, I'm waiting. Um, Lindsay and I have a story. Lindsay and I have a very close mutual friend who I'm waiting to start hitting me up about. Have start hitting me up about this. Uh huh. Um. So I don't know. Point being. Uh, so figure out, and, and I do the same on Instagram, by the way, like with bacon spits, there's a reason you yeah. see certain bacon spits themes coming back again and again and again, yeah. you know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm making a lot of them. So that's a big part of it, you know, yeah. but simultaneously, like I pay attention to what's working on bacon spits and some of what's working on bacon spits is if we're being honest, frankly, it's a lot of the lower level stuff, mm-hmm. which is fine. <laughs> um, you know. Your disappointment. Uh, it's it's I I, I just want to be Michael Stelzner when I grow up. Um, um, okay, just to, just as an aside, just to say that you want to be Michael Stelzner. Yeah. Um, His podcast, the Social Media Marketing Podcast, is excellent. By the way, it is. But uh, uh, yeah, Matt, you're never going to be Michael Stelzner if you're hanging out in the heavy metal crowd. I just have to say that. Why is I'm he sorry. like? Is he religious or something? No, it's just because it's too nerdy. Anyway, fair enough. Point being, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, <clears throat> you know, so I, I do look at like what successful Bacon's bits were in the past and then emulate those or look at what, what positioning or tactics I used, you know, like, and even like looking at like which types of musicians tend, when I do Bacon's bits with musicians, which types of musicians tend to get more traction. Mm-hmm. you know and obviously there's obvious things like they're attractive or they have a large instagram following mm-hmm. but there's other things like are they wearing sunglasses or not that have a significant impact mm-hmm. you know and you just have to like learn and take notes all the data is there for you to look at you know it's like we talked about in the statistics episode the other day mm-hmm. the data's all there it's just on you to you know, actually like dig into it. Yeah. But the key thing is to actually look and figure it out because if your audience wants you to be talking about, for example, like with Matt, if his audience wants him to be talking about Star Trek, but all he wants to talk about is, I don't know, uh, Facebook pixels, not a good idea. Right. But you know, so if Matt saw that Star Trek's taking off, Facebook pixels aren't taking off he would then start talking about star trek maybe he'd even talk about facebook pixels in regards to star trek i don't know but you know you kind of have to do what the audience wants not necessarily what you just want to talk about right like if it was up to me i probably wouldn't be running polls every day but it works it's getting my name out there i enjoy talking to people i I do enjoy that's part of it is finding the the enjoyable part of it for you yeah and i was is is coming to understand Okay, like I, I as like a guy, like have a good time doing this, so that's okay. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: like, if it was up to me, there's some of those bands I'm not the world's greatest fan of, but I know that other people are, and I don't mind them. But so I'll just talk about it, right? Um, then again, you know, sometimes we do. Sometimes there's albums that I really do enjoy, like Van Halen's first album. I like that. Talked about that today. Fortunately, other people enjoy it too. So, you know, that's fun for me. Uh, talking about Dark Throne isn't quite as enjoyable for me, but I mean, I don't mind them, but 
you know, if I do a dark throne poll, it's going to be like all the Matt Bacons of the world jizzing over, you know, Transylvania hunger. And I'm going to be like, eh, it's all right. It's the best black metal album of all time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's all right. I mean, you know, it's not my favorite, but you know, I'm happy to talk about it. Right. Um, but I know other people do enjoy talking about it. So when I eventually do do the dark throne poll, you know, I'll talk about it, you know? Um, but here's the, but the main point is, is like, look back, like preferably over the last, like if you went over the last three, four months, you're probably going to see one post that did better than everything. else. And this works on all platforms. This also works on Facebook for the record. Correct. So, and let, but let's say you're new and you haven't really done anything yet. So here's, so here's the hot, 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 hot tip. If you're a brand new, if well, not brand new band necessarily, but if you don't ever do anything on social media or on a social media platform and you're not sure what to do, pull a Russell Brunson and you look for another band similar to you that is having success on their social media and you do something similar to what they're doing. It's really fucking simple. Like it's really not rocket science. So like, for example, if you're a stoner rock band, find another stoner rock band. There's a lot of those who's doing well on whatever platform you're talking about, figure out what posted best or what looks like it's doing best for them. You can tell by the likes, you can tell by the shares, you can tell, tell by the retweets or whatever. Number of comments. Comments. Yeah. You can tell by all those types of things. And when you see it, do something similar. If they're talking about, you know, uh, the movie Pinocchio. I know no one's talking about Pinocchio, but I see the video over here. So it right, came in my mind. So if they're talking about Pinocchio, fucking do a, do a post about Pinocchio. You know, see, yeah. It, see it, what happens. Like, yeah. You know, like, like, like today, uh, Sniffy McAdderall trended. Like, I can't believe you fucking tweeted that. I had literally just muted that fucking tweet, that trend, gotten it off my fucking sidebar. And then you tweet fucking Sniffy McAdderall, you dickhead. No, but like, but this is what I'm saying is like, that's, uh, exactly. you know, anything can trend on Twitter if you take the time to learn how it works. Yep. So take that time, walk away with some valuable skills and you'll grow. You know, what's, and the, it's, key, what's the key takeaway so far though, Matt? Um, Sorry, I the, you're the, up. So, because we need to wrap up, you know, and aside from the, the key takeaway, aside from the fact that Epstein didn't kill himself, is just that. Um, 14 hour workday. The, the, the takeaway. <clears throat> in an upcoming cradle of Phil Swan. Okay. Is that the data is all there for you to figure out. Like, it's, it's possible for you to come to understand what worked for you and what hasn't and why. You know, so take the time to understand it and you'll be a winner. Like, it's all sitting there. You can figure it out. I know you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. So go do it. And if you don't know how, Google it. Yeah, like, but, you know, the analytic tools are there. Yep. This has been Dumb and Dumbest. You've been listening. 14-hour workday. Are you gonna say it? I'm waiting to see how long it takes you to break break up, Matt. I really have to pee. Please just say it. Are we done yet? <laughs> <laughs>